Hey, hello listeners. This is just a quick disclaimer for this week's episode. As anyone that's listened to the show before knows, uh, there can be some adult language, and anyone that's listening for the first time, please keep that in mind. Uh, we tend to be ourselves and not filter, so occasionally a bad word might come out. If you have any children in the room, please put on some headphones or have them put on some headphones. Thank you. That I don't even care about this. I'm not even interested in having this skin on my personal space. You're listening to the IDP Guys with Sean, John, and Nathan, the Wizards of Fantasy Football. Your go-to source for the individual defensive player strategy. And now, three guys who could only make an NFL team on Madden. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Nathan from the IDP guys. We are on episode 138, and I am joined just with Johnny this week. No, Sean. Greetings. What's going on, Johnny? Not too much, man. How you doing? Doing pretty good. Pretty good. We uh, we don't have Sean. He's uh, working uh, to prepare for the Super Bowl Sunday uh, to have that off, uh, so we can't fault him for that. Um, but we wanted to get a show out. Uh, we're doing staff awards this week. Uh, so give a little kudos to our, our guys on staff, have a little fun. Um, but this is episode two of the three episodes that we're doing before our, our break, um, after Super Bowl. We'll talk a little Super Bowl today, even though we did last week. Um, but, uh, there's also a lot of news to get to. So, uh, with that, let's jump into the question of today. So now that Dynasty Leagues are s- kind of starting to trickle back in, you know, uh, opening up for the new year, are you finding any assets on your team that you kind of maybe forgot about or or changed uh, since it's been, you know, what, five weeks, three or f- four or five weeks since we've looked at our Dynasty teams? Um, are you finding any like hidden gems or any anything on your team there, Johnny? Uh, no, no hidden gems. There were definitely some value shifts with the with the trade there. Um, I feel like Woods and and Cup went up a little bit. Acres maybe a little bit. Um, man, it was tough to trust the uh, Lions receivers before this, and hmm. and now it's like Jesus, you know, Galladay giant disappointment last year who knows what happens with marvin jones hawkinson i don't know man i mean he's still a top 10 tight end but do you take him as high without stafford there you know like do you think he's a top 10 tight end without stafford yeah yeah oh without stafford i don't know yeah right so i i think that he's going to be used i don't think that he's going to be nearly as valuable so but he's also a piece that will probably gain value over time as they have 
if they ever find their quarterback. Um, and I, I don't know, he might also become one of the only receiving threats. So there is that chance too, that he kind of gets some production by default. Um, I've heard some talk of Marvin Jones going to the Rams following, uh, following Stafford on like a con like a team friendly contract just because Marvin Jones has had his best career with Stafford. So yeah. that could be interesting stuff. I know that I found like I've had about three or four leagues kind of reopen in the past week. And every time the first thing I do is I look for Stafford um, because I know that going into, you know, even last year I was getting him so cheap. Uh in startups that it was ridiculous. And now I don't know, would you put Stafford in the conversation of those top quarterbacks that you get um, earlier in the draft? I'm not saying like top five, but like there's always that run that starts with um, Mahomes. Um, Deck, and then Deck, Tyler. Yeah. All those running quarterbacks. Would you put right. Stafford just behind them and would you reach for him at all after this news if it's dynasty startup probably not just because he's uh getting a little older but yeah in redraft absolutely you know that that's a guy that can throw for 300 yards three touchdowns and it's not going to cost you a lot so yeah absolutely i'm into it yeah uh and another one that i found was this just this is the one that we're in together johnny um is my dudes or something um it just reopened and i've got kyler murray justin herbert and then i got trubisky fitzmagic and hoyer and it's a one qb league and in my mind i'm thinking flip murray for some major rookie draft uh potential and fill out you know i've got a decent roster in that in that league i was uh nine nine wins last year mm. yeah so. it's not a bad idea if you only need one may, may as well yeah right definitely but all right what's up guys it's josh adam and bobby here with the big three idp podcast and if you've never listened to our show before Here's just a taste of the insanity that you will get week in and week out with the Big Three IDP podcast. Skunks are so cute. <laughs> we just ate White Castle at like 1045 at night. i tell you one I liked about a little bit more was Jeffrey Simmons. Whoa, Did you say a Bartman like Steve Bartman? <laughs> I don't like Bartman in Chicago this year. He's going to catch too many foul balls. <laughs> You know it's all about getting real and getting down to business and getting down to the facts. It's <laughs> a lot of men, it's a lot of mouths. Right. So, if you would like more of the shenanigans that you just heard in these little snippets, be sure to subscribe to the Big Three IDP podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Addy, listeners are guaranteed to have a good time. Hey. You can't afford not to do this, baby. That's right, baby. This week's news. All righty. Not very news intense. 
Did you have something first? No. Mm -hmm. no oh, okay. Go for it. Yeah. No. Uh, late. Late news week. Um, we covered like four weeks of it or more last week, so we're good. Uh, more of the same on the players playing through all kinds of injury shenanigans. Max Crosby played through a broken hand and a torn labrum this year. So uh, that's that's wow. kind of wild. It, it feels like there's more of that happening this year. You know, this is like the third or fourth story we've seen like that, where guys are playing through stuff where they probably should have gone to IR for the season and just kept going. Yeah, I wonder if it just has something to do with the mentality of the coronavirus of like they they're doing it. They've already committed to the fact that like they're staying away from family and all that stuff. And maybe it's a mentality thing of like, hey, if I can play through it and I'm already here, let's just do it. Yeah, no, definitely. That tracks. Uh, I could see that. Um, other things that happened. Nick Saban recruiting video leaked. Did you see that? I did not. It was good. So uh, some high school kid getting recruited to Alabama, because uh, it's all through Zoom now with the uh, mm -hmm. corona, uh, recorded with his phone um, and leaked it. And it's great. It's it's like two and a half, three minutes of Saban uh, just laying out all the reasons why he should go to Alabama. And it was just really good. It just reminded me um, of why he's so good and uh why they keep winning uh it was it was good it was like tmz type thing so uh scandalous but excellent hmm, nice uh the big one we probably should have led with this uh stafford to the rams Goff to the lions uh nate obviously you've got feelings on that yeah i mean first off all the people that were saying that stafford wouldn't get more than like a second round pick um they can all go fuck themselves but uh it is you know, it's sad to see him go. I'm glad he landed in a place that, I mean, he's got a real shot at getting to a Super Bowl uh, and taking one home with uh, the Rams. And good on them for, you know, seeing the talent. Uh, I hope Rams fans get used to hearing how Stafford is best friends with Clayton Kershaw uh, <laughs> because... Apparently, the NFL announcers love to talk about it. Uh, when Kershaw was in Detroit for the Tigers, uh, that was a common, common thing that would get brought up in games. So uh, look out for that. And uh, it did seem like Stafford had a lot of pull on where he ended up getting sent. He, as we'll talk about later, uh, said not the Patriots, which is something that I called and kind of happy to be right because that would be kind of shitty to, I don't know, waste your time with this Patriot way the last five years and then be okay with going there. You know, I mean, granted, it's it's Belichick, so it's a whole different thing than, than Patricia. You're talking about someone who actually is a NFL rocket scientist. Um, and so, like, he could have you know, had a good time there. As far as winning, I have a feeling that he wanted to go somewhere with less pressure as well. Um, the Patriot way tends to be very rigid and very like fall in line or fuck off kind of thing. Uh, whereas he's going to go where I'm sure McVeigh uh, kind of ha runs a tight ship, but he's probably going to enjoy it a little more. Also, he's in LA. So, you know, who wouldn't want to be there? No more Detroit winners, winters, um, little Freudian slip there. Uh, 
so you know, he he got he also nixed a possible trade to the Panthers, which would have included a 2021 first. So possibly a better trade for the team. Um, and I think they were saying Bridgewater might have shipped with that trade. Um, so I don't, you know, I, I'm not putting a whole lot of stock into it, but I'm just glad Stafford went someplace and Lions got a mess of picks. So um, it seemed that the the coach and the GM are taking more of a long view on this re- rebuild. Uh, and so, uh, Eric Schlitt uh, had said that he considers, you know, the 22 and 23 first round picks to be a little bit better in the sense that this new GM will be able to put his administration in place for valuing players and everything by then and, and be able to have a better hit rate uh, by that point than trying to rush something out this year and possibly, you know, screwing it up. So all in all, um, I'll be watching the Rams next year. Yeah, no, I think it worked out good for both. You know, the, the, the Rams get a window to win a title. You guys got a mess of picks and a young quarterback that was taken early. Give him a shot, see if he's the answer. If not, you got a ton of picks to figure it out. So worked well for both. We're not going to do the what is the Sean Watson cost now thing because everyone's done that already. And yeah, it's an IDP show. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so no, good, good for both. Good stuff. Happy he gets a chance. Uh, nice. Uh, okay. Also involved in that story. Anywhere but the Patriots is the quote. Do you think so, yeah. the Patriots are starting to get a bad rap? No. From not players? really. No. No. I mean, the the assistant coaches have never been successful. Right. I mean, right. Vrabel's it, right? Everyone else is kind of not, not been great. And Patricia is just a giant asshole. We've seen that multiple mm. times in you know, stories and players talking about it and stuff. So we've covered this on multiple occasions of like fans just being so unruly, losing their shit and like, say, burning a jersey. With the way Patricia and Bob Quinn treated this team and left it on the way out, my my visor that I got at Lions training camp and had like a mess of signatures I contemplated burning it because it had Matt Patricia's signature on it, but that it was fleeting because I also have Stafford's signature on it, so I can't burn it. But I was like, if it was just Patricia's signature, if I had just gotten his, I would have burnt that hat and made a video and posted it on social media in a heartbeat. Jesus. I was that pissed. Well, I think you made a good call overall not to burn it. But, but yeah, this is the thing with all those Belichick disciples, right? Like, they're not Belichick. They don't right. have Super Bowls going back to 86 as defensive coordinators on the Giants. Like, they don't mm-hmm. have, what is it, eight Super Bowls. You know, like, they, they don't have the pedigree. They don't have the experience. They don't have the resume. Like, Belichick can be a dick because if you go play with Belichick, you'll win. Like right. Patricia, Patricia hasn't earned that. He hasn't earned the no. right to walk in and say no fun anymore. And fat guys do twice the sprints, you know, the kind of shit mm. that we kept hearing about him. He never earned that right. He he yeah. was on a staff with a guy that's earned that right. That's the only thing. 
No. Do you think that Belichick withholds the necessary information for these guys to to be able to be good? Because I mean, you lo- always talk about we we talk about coaching trees all the time. We talk about you know um, this coach that's working out came from you know the scheme of this guy and like this is how it all plays out do you think like bill parcells had a decent coaching tree but bill belichick does not and belichick is part of the parcells coaching tree is correct yeah yeah he was his defensive coordinator um yeah mike holmgren you ever want to see a coaching tree check that one out that guy's got a crazy one um yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's withholding. I mean, they're there. They won titles with them. They saw what happened. It's just getting it to, it, you know, to happen somewhere else. Plus, the Patriots have been doing it for 20-something years, you know? Like, it's it's set in stone there. To pick that up and move it, yeah. it's, it's got to be hard. Got to be real hard. Yeah. I guess it would probably, well, but you go back to, like, the guys that were there from the beginning. You would think, okay, so yeah, they have it established, and maybe the guys coming in are now like they can't take it somewhere else because it has to be established. But the people that were there at the beginning, like say um, Romeo Cronell, he was the first one to leave, and he didn't do anything. You know, he 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 didn't succeed, but he got to see it. You know, be created. There's got to be something because like. Why does it happen over here where a coaching tree can be successful and then it doesn't over here? What what are they doing? Yeah, it's just a, it's a, a thought exercise of like curious, very curious. Yeah, we shall see. Uh, not even close to done on that. You know, there'll be a bunch more guys, but uh, I don't know. Maybe Rabel's the first and we'll see what happens to the new batch. But um, yeah. Interesting, nonetheless. Uh, other interesting news this week: Bucks Cannon from Pirate Ship will not be allowed to shoot during the Super Bowl. Is that a home <laughs> field advantage type thing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They, uh, if they win the Super Bowl, then they're cleared hot. They can they could fire the cannons, but that would be you know after time expires, that sort of thing. But yeah, it's considered breaking neutral uh, field if they do that. Gotcha. So, so that's unfortunate. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah, it's it's unfortunate though cuz that's that's a cool feature mm-hmm. of that stadium. So that stinks. Uh okay, Chiefs had some coronavirus nonsense. Uh Barber get tested positive, was going to cut 20 guys hair, got through like one and a half and they pulled him. So they uh avoided avoided Oh, you didn't hear about that? Yeah. I didn't. That would have been terrible. You imagine that? Like well, the yeah, whole well, Mahomes was one of them. It was going to be a lot of guys, and they got his test like halfway through the second cut and yoinked them. Damn. So we're looking good currently. Um, and last but not least, Antonio Brown and Antoine Winfield, quote, close to being ready to play, unquote. Do you so, think uh, that they be don't good. play? No, they'll play. Um, yeah. But, I mean, you know, their, their injuries were legit. If they're not playing the NFC title game, there's there's an injury. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of wondered about uh, Antonio Brown, though, not not coming to the title game like he didn't even um, travel. Yeah, well, I don't know. They've had some time. Hopefully they'll both play. I, I, I think if they don't both play, I mean, they're already in trouble. That's just going to make mm-hmm. things worse. 
Right. A uh, couple notes here. Only one note. Uh, you you lowered the shields for an hour. Um, I had a look see. Looked pretty good. I liked it. I liked the design. Not enough feats and meats, but other than that, <laughs> we're good. Uh, you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, yeah. Overall, um, so I I had to lower the shield for a minute. Uh, just to get outside input because you know you look at something too closely oftentimes you miss something uh overall really good feedback uh, i had a couple uh people on twitter reach out to me and tell me that they weren't subscribers before um and mainly because the website was too unorganized and it was difficult to navigate and they said after looking at this they plan to subscribe um and give us lots of money um <laughs> so uh i was like you know that and i was that's great uh very few real uh negatives you know i asked everyone to give a positive and a negative uh that way you know um it softened the blow of the negative if you know everyone started shitting on it um and you know got everyone thinking of you know of what problems there were in the website and a lot of people had trouble uh, and not saying that to toot my own horn, but mostly just that, like, you know, we've covered a lot. I I've went through and covered a lot of the problems that we were having on the old website. And I'm just happy that we've been able to do that. Um, but it's going to launch on Friday and I'm going to talk about this a little bit later, but I'm nervous about it mainly because like, we're it's going to be functionally ready and majority of things are going to be there, but there are going to be some stuff that like I'll be filling in after just because we have to get this site up. Um, it has to be up there. We have to get rolling again. And some of the small details like, you know, uh, our about page doesn't need to be filled in and completely perfect before launch. So, um, yeah, uh, Friday. It'll be Friday morning. I'll just turn it on. And and actually, uh, when I lowered the shields, I said it was going to be an hour, and I actually kept it up out, kept it down for two hours. So, um, and you know, no major problems, which is good. Yeah, nice. Looking forward to it. That's yeah. it. All right, time for some listener questions. Uh, as always, uh, Johnny pulls these mainly from his Outlook account, uh, his, the subscriber Slack channel, or his asshole sometimes. Um, yep, yep, preferably so, my asshole. Yeah, um, so be in one of those places if you want to ask a question to get on the show. There's plenty of room in my butt, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, righty, Johnny, what do you got for us? All right, nothing from the slack this week. Things are quiet. You know, it, season's done. Everyone won titles. We're all just chilling till uh, rookie drafts. But uh, on the Outlook, I got this one from IDP Twitter belongs in the shitter at Outlook.com asks, who are some of the sites and guys you got you all would recommend besides yourself, obviously, for IDP content? I thought this was a great question by whoever mm -hmm. wrote that. Uh, because IDP Twitter does get a bad rap for having a few bad apples, but there are some excellent guys out there. Uh, one that I met this year that I had never talked to, work with, whatever, Justin Barnes. Oh, yeah. Um, 
yeah, I'm actually, I should probably look up what site he's at, but he's excellent. Uh, he does a serious radio show um, on uh, the serious fantasy mm-hmm. uh, channel, whatever that is. Uh, but yeah, he's he's great, man. I did a, a couple live shows with him, and he he's the guy that got me thinking about stuff like um, streaming based on opposing offense and how things like, you know, you could have the best linebacker, the linebackers in the world, but if they're going against, you know, the Bears offense week one through four when they're running 10 times a game, like there just aren't going to be enough tackles for everyone. Like it's, mm-hmm. you know, opposing offense is such a huge part of IDP that no one ever looks at. And he's the guy that got me like thinking on those lines. So he's excellent. He played in the IDP Invitational with us. Nice. Really great follow if you guys want to check him out. So that's at down with IDP. Uh, he is an analyst for fantasypoints.com. And that's awesome that you added that tidbit about the um, IDP Invitational. I'm really happy that, you know, there seemed to be a lot of connecting between people in divisions. Um, there were chats created. This is kind of like the community that Scott Fishbowl was able to create where you'd go in wherever you got landed you you connect with the the people in your division and from there like things happen uh so that's awesome to hear yeah no yeah he was in he was in my division and uh yeah that's that's kind of where we we got talking and uh things went from there he's great i'm gonna definitely try him have him on in the off season um yeah i I know he's receptive because we talk so we're good uh Obviously, Gary Davenport and Tom K. Kislinberry are two of the old school guys, been around forever. Really nice guys, really awesome. Um, Tom, probably going to try and get him on for uh, the soccer DFS this offseason. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that'll be cool. Uh, John Macri, up and comer, works for PFF, does IDP for them. Uh, he is confirmed for an interview with us this offseason, and I'll be doing his show in March. Uh, that's, that's going to be awesome. Cause, uh, we all love PFF here. We all use that a lot. Great site, great resource. So we'll get to pick his brain on that a little bit. Uh, obviously four for four and Mike Wollert sponsored some prizes for us for the IDP invitational friend of the show. He, editor, uh, he's I think. Us. Yeah. He edits for yeah. us. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's Definitely. great. He's, he's one of the uh, Mount Rushmore guys for sure. And uh, last but not least, I would say big three IDP, you know, uh, snack food and occasionally IDP takes. Um, really good friends of the show. I do the DFS show with Adam over there. Uh, they're wacky, funny guys. So, you know, there are plenty of great options out there. Um, you know, all of us are a little off in the brain, but a uh, mm-hmm. lot of nice guys, a lot of good guys, a lot of good information. Yeah, and I would definitely say to add in um, DynastyTradeCalculator.com. Uh, they have the the IDP calculator, which you know we were fortunate enough to uh, kind of help help them build uh, in a sense. So um, definitely someone offsite that you know I I use that all the time just as an evaluation uh, when I get a trade to see like if what I'm thinking is similar to what's out there, you know, it's just a check. It's just a tool to, um, to make sure that, you know, something's not off. So yeah, it's, it's great to make sure you're in the same solar system, right? Cause you want to at least be close when you send the offer. So you can kind of tweak it back and forth and land on something. Like if if you're way the hell off, like the the guy's just going to be like, dude, what are you sending me? Like, (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. Well, I've also had it before where like someone sends me something that is, I think is uh, a, you know, decent value, decent trade. And I go to the trade calculator and maybe it's, it's slightly above. So then I, I send a response back of like, okay, Hey, yeah, I'm on board. Let's do this. But what else can you, you know, let's throw something else in there, sweeten the pot a little bit. And I find that, Hey, like I just gained like whatever it is extra just because of this tool. Like, and I would have just went with the lower offer, but I was able to kind of not like send a, at, like have a major ask, like a whole like better player or, or you know whatever, but like I was able to get just that that slight increase in value to the trade, so that's always uh, a good thing. Um, yeah. So, uh, what any other sites? Is that everything? Yeah, no, pretty much. They, I mean, I I talked to pretty much everyone out there, but uh, I I won't mention anyone else either because they're psychotic or an asshole. So that's what yep. we'll go with. All right, so here we are at the uh, the meat and potatoes of the show, as we like to call it. Emphasis uh, so- on meat. <laughs> so this is our staff awards and superlatives. Uh, we are going to talk about our staff and uh, give them a little bit of uh, kudos. And, um, you know, I wrote... I, now that I'm thinking about it, I probably should have put in my show notes all of these guys' uh, Twitter handles so that people could go um, go check them out. So uh, how about this? I'm going to start going through these. And, Johnny, if you can help me out with uh, Twitter handles, uh, that would be great. But we can, uh, we're going to start off with MVP. This is the most valuable player um, on our staff for this year. And uh, I'm, I think this one is pretty much confirmed. Uh, Morgan McLean, who has been running our uh, our data, our ADP, um, our rankings, like keeping things going for uh, all of our our um, uh, subscribers, making sure that uh, we we fill mock drafts, making sure that you know all of that information gets put into data tables and, and sent over to the site. He puts in probably as much work um, getting pretty close to what you do, Johnny during the season, as far as like just constantly churning out and doing something. Uh, I don't know. I, I know I couldn't handle uh, the amount of just mock drafts he has to do on a monthly basis. Yeah, it's wild. He's got he's got him fired up every single month. He's keeping all that information, so we have up to date ADP all the time on Twitter. He's at Morgan McLean M C L A N E. Uh, yeah, super valuable member of the staff. Um, so thank you, Morgan. We appreciate it. Yeah, um, definitely check him out. Uh, follow him, and you know, join our the mock drafts that get done. We we've. We're kind of ramping things up this year. We're going to be mocking for Superflex, trying to mock for tight end premium, uh, along with the uh, regular uh, Dynasty mocks that we do. 
Um, there's going to be some more information on how a listener might be able to get involved with that uh, later, uh, probably in a future show, um, so that we can kind of get more of the community involved and, and get these this stuff done. Um, but with that, we're going to jump over to Rookie of the Year. Uh, this is We did this last year. And I thought it was very successful. This is a um, new hire that came on staff and really just kind of blew it up. You know, did uh, did a lot of content, did a lot of uh, contributing, and um, you know, is definitely made a name for themselves in the IDP network. Uh, this one is going to Kyle Bellafuel. Um, he came came on staff during the summer. Uh, he did the weekly waiver article during the, the season. Um, so much so that like people were, it was like clockwork. They were checking in for the waiver wire article. He got linked his specific profile uh, in our website, got linked at uh, idpguru.com um, so that we were getting traffic from there. And uh, he's, I mean, he's just a great guy, like fit right into our culture, fit right into staff, like definite uh, rookie of the year candidate. What do you think? Yeah, no, I, I love uh, Mr. Belly Fuel there. Um, yeah, he fit in immediately. He caught the gambling bug. Uh, good, good dude. Nice dude. Uh, great to the community. Great information. Really up and coming on the uh, Devi IDP stuff. That's going to be. Uh, his cup of tea along with some of the other guys. And that's such a hard thing to find these days. Like, never mind Debbie, but IDP Debbie. Like, that's mm. that's that's deep. That is yeah. deep amount of uh, degenerate shit right there. So uh, it fits in great with us. Uh, happy to have you on board, uh, Mr. Bellyfuel. Yeah, and you can find him on Twitter at KBELLF54, KBELLF54. Uh, definitely give him a follow and um you know interact with him he's he's just a great guy um he's a youper if uh anyone out there knows what that means no idea he's from the up of michigan uh along with rookie of the year we have an honorable mention uh for for rookie of the year and this is uh zach magley uh z mags uh he he was also came in this this summer um lit it up to be honest, like did a, has had a great series on um, breakouts. I think it was yep. breakout candidates um, yep. leading into the season. And then he was doing the injury report. Um, and then, you know, just due to, you know, life happens, uh, pandemic, all that kind of stuff. You know, there was, there was a point that he, you know, things got out of, out of reach for him and uh, he didn't completely finish out the year, but, I definitely wanted to mention, you know, give him an you know, honorable mention for the effort he's put in. And uh, I'm seeing, you know, he's looking to take a step forward in, in the second year. So um, definitely he's a great guy to have on staff. Great person. Uh, he this is something he he sa- saves neighborhood cats. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, are strays in his neighborhood and uh, and gives. I believe he he gave part of his winnings to the local shelter uh, from that uh, parlay that he won. 
So just really good human being. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And he, he went out and got a, uh, a webcam to do more podcast stuff and video stuff this year. And yeah, you're like you said, he's looking to take a step forward. He, he fit in immediately. I remember the first interview we had, you know, we're talking loose buttholes and crap mm-hmm. in your pants and stuff like instantaneous uh, fit in uh, culture wise yeah. here. So, <laughs> uh, and he is at ZMAG's IDP. So uh, give him a follow and, and ask him for pictures of kitties. Yeah, there you go. He will, uh, he will give him. So this one's going to be a little more rapid fire. We're going to get into superlatives. Uh, Johnny and I were kicking around an idea of how to like include like everybody on staff. Uh, so obviously, you know, MVP rookie of the year. These are, are kind of like the, the big ones that we want to give away. Um, but we didn't want to leave anyone out. So we're going to go through some, you know, yearbook superlatives here uh, and who they fit. So uh, Johnny, I'm going to read them off. You tell me what you think. Uh, is this accurate? Is this, you know, where does it fall? So uh, most likely to succeed, Joey the Tooth. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, jo- Joey is uh, got a great work ethic and uh, is, is just a really good down-to-earth guy, got a great family. He is going to succeed no matter what, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, least likely to set a lineup, Hollywood. Uh, 100% true, yes. It, yep. Hollywood, you're in too many leagues. 50 yeah. whatever is too many. Yeah, you need to uh, either set timers or alerts or something, man. <laughs> it's it's getting a routine, man. Yeah. Follow it. <laughs> All right. Best human on staff. I actually did this as two. Um, so these these best humans, I guess, on staff. Matt Donnelly and Dan Cook. Absolutely. Agree, agree. So Matt Donnelly, otherwise... Yeah, it's funny. I just saw he changed his Twitter to Matt Donnelly FF. What is this shit, Coach? Jesus Christ! You know what? You got you got Adam Rank on your show, so now you're a respected member of the community. Like I know who you are. I've seen you in your underwear rolling around in the snow and jumping through tables and getting your chest waxed. Don't yep. try and bring that crap over here. We know who you are, uh, Coach Dingus. Not Matt yep. Donnelly, but yes, I, for real though, Coach uh, does a lot with charity. Um, no kid hungry. He did the FF is, honors. Yeah, he did the FF honors. His uh, charity of choice is no kid hungry. Um, and you know, all of the, I believe it was like, you know, you get a little bit of the pot for the playoff challenge, but the the lion's share of it goes to that for the uh, the, the playoff challenge we've been doing, and that was like thirty five bucks entry times a hundred people. So that's that's a lot of money going to charity yeah. just right there. And that's just one thing he's done. Like he's done multiple things. Also, uh, in in uh, Seahawks Dan, obviously, um, you know IDP Invitational. Like you, you and him uh, set it up. You made sure that uh, Autism Speaks was the charity in question, and it's been a massive success. So you know, two really great guys, great causes, um, good human beings. Yeah, definitely. All right. Uh, most likely to complain, Sean Lanigan. Yeah, yeah, I've got Sean on here for a few. Yes, that's most certainly one of them. Yes. <laughs> uh, most likely to message porn in the Slack channel. Oh, that's IDP. IDP dude. dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Meets in the Slacks. That's IDP dude. Yeah. Yep. 
Um, all right. Loosest booty hole. Oh, that's me. Johnny the Greek. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have the loosest ass by far. By far. No one's butt is as loose as mine. Uh, most competitive. Todd Foster. Oh, okay. Yes. That makes total sense. Yes. He, uh, yeah, he's competitive in, in everything. Um, yeah. Yeah. It took me a minute to get used to it. I was like, who the hell is this guy when he first came on? (laughs) But yeah, after we had that first interview and talked to him, it's like, oh, I dig it. I get it. Yeah. Todd is great. He's, uh, he's been an excellent addition to the team. hundred percent. Yeah, him and uh, Joey were going back and forth towards the end of the uh, IDP open or invitational and just kind of like who's going to make it to playoffs, who's going to beat the other. They both ended up going out in the same round. Yeah, and they both talk shit about my team that won the blue division and made it around past them. So they can both eat eat my loose butthole. <laughs> That's funny. Um, all right. Least likely to lose money at DFS. Steve Perkins. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, Steve is excellent. He should be doing the DFS show, not me. Like, Jesus. He's really good at it. Yeah. Really good at it. Uh, longest fantasy resume. Eric Haroff. What I I'm not familiar with his fantasy resume. Oh, like different sites and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's got he's got hands in the cookie jar everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. He does. He does was, a lot. Wears a lot of hats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I was. I was kind of like trying to figure out a way of like saying a lot of hats. But uh, yeah, yeah. He does. Know. He does a lot of different things. That and that's cool. You know, it's nice to have different. Well rounded. Yes, well rounded. Lots of skill sets. You know, he's good at a lot of things. All right, class clown, Andrew Bidlake. Yeah. Yeah, although it's Canadian humor, so half the time we're like, what the hell are you talking about? But yes, true. Very recently, he um, was just repeating what I would type because I had to put out something about uh, not plagiarizing. So he just repeated everything every time I sent something. Um, Most reliable. (laughs) Most reliable. Mike Wallert. Yeah. Yeah, no, I could see that. I He's see uh, that. very helpful with uh, editing and um, you know making sure everything got out there. He always, always was around for it. Um, and then finally, and Johnny might not get this guy, but um, biggest dreamer. I, I kind of went classic superlative here, um, and that's Dan Friedman. Do tell. Which, yeah, to to tell you is uh, he just got put in as our director of YouTube and we had a conversation today and he has a lot of ideas and there's a lot of, you know, good progress we're going to be making with our videos and our YouTube channel and constantly has like a good idea and a good insight. So, um, definitely a great guy, but, uh, yeah, there we go. What do you think, Johnny? Is there, did I miss anyone? Is there anyone? You- yeah. And I, I had a, I had a couple in here. Um, that we didn't cover. Um, so yeah, it, it, as far as the voting for loosest booty hole, that was really tough between me or Sean. Cause Sean's asshole is really loose too. Um, biggest Debbie downer, Sean or, or Biddy. It was originally just going to be Sean, but Biddy can be a bit of a Debbie downer as well. You guys both need to cheer the fuck up sometimes. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Weirdest me or IDP dude. It's close. 
Mm, probably you. IDP uh, dude actually has to like go to a like a, a business job. Like a he he does uh you know suit and tie kind of stuff. And uh Right, but then but but then he his boss sees tweets of him downing a shot of vodka and a handful of laxatives. Like you know I didn't know about this. That's oh yeah, good... yeah. That was that was last year. Yeah, it was one of those like you know quarantine shot challenge and he's like he's like i'll take a shot and i'll eat a handful of laxatives too like <laughs> <laughs> yeah that sounds like you yeah, Without yeah. The shot now. right but. right but um but yeah no I, I think those are all great we the the short version is we got we got a great team everyone um gets along great things are good um really really happy with the group of guys we got here yeah absolutely Dynasty Football Digest, your new essential site for Dynasty information. For as little as $1 a month, gain access to all that we have to offer. Rankings, trends, ADP, in-season assets, and a Slack chat just for subscribers. Purchase today at DynastyFootballDigest.com. All righty, time for steak and salad. So, Johnny, hit me with your steak. Uh, okay, the big one was the promotion at work I told you about. Um, th- thank you, sir. Yep, so uh, I'll be doing some traveling for the company, so you might be doing some cat sitting, but um, yeah. look at, looking forward to it. Pretty pretty decent uh, bump in things, mm. all good things. So things are yeah. good there. Oh, and I downloaded the, the uh, Robinhood app. Uh, not for the GameStop thing. That was my original idea. Um, mm-hmm. But that quickly turned into a shit show. <laughs> In case you didn't notice. Um, so, <laughs> Did you so get any of that? No. The, the, the day I got cleared and my deposit went through was the day they froze trading on GameStop and AMC and all that. So I couldn't even if I wanted to. It was crazy. Yeah. yeah That's but too I, bad. Because like, I've got... Uh... Merrill Edge, I think it is. It's through Bank of America, yeah. And um, they didn't freeze anything. They're, I mean, they're a standard like investment account, you know, where like Robinhood's like an alternative. Um, but yeah, like I, I checked it that day, and it, I wouldn't be able to buy percentages of stocks. But if you wanted to buy like whole valued stocks, you can do it through that. Right. And that's where the Robinhood thing is good because it's like, you know, I'm trying to build a portfolio with a lot of like defense stocks and, and like some Pfizer and Moderna, like like the, these ones that I'm, I'm just going to leave them there. The dividends will get reinvested. I won't touch it for years, that that type of thing. Um, and, you know, if you can't buy percentages of that, like I'm not paying two hundred dollars a share for fucking, you know, general dynamics like that's crazy. Right. Um, but no, it's it's good. It's it's uh, given me enough, and it's very Fanduel esque. Uh, it's very, it feels like that. So you should look into mutual funds. I think that yeah. would, uh, if you're gonna go the long route, uh, that would be the you know very good thing to look into for you. Yeah, yeah. No, there's I'm I'm getting into all that. So just dipping dipping the toes in the water. We'll we'll see where it goes. Fun so far though. Um, cool. How about you? What's your stake? Uh, so today, 
we got well it was technically yesterday but i downloaded it today uh we're starting to get wedding photos in oh nice a little late, little late but um our photographers finally found the time granted it was kind of a trade deal like she is a friend and you know she traded photos for me helping her with branding and stuff um so it wasn't like you know most people get their photos back within a month we've given her a little more leeway uh because she is a friend uh but we got those and i got to look at them you know about an hour ago they look really good and i was really happy to to see those come in so definitely my steak for uh this week what do you got for salad johnny Excellent. Uh, just, you know, not your typical Super Bowl. It's going to be a little weird this year. We're talking about this before we hit record. Just not, not, you can't do much this year. You can't really go see people. You can't have those big parties we're used to. Um, you know, all, all my clients I've been talking to this week, same deal. If they're seeing, you know, a handful of people, it's like a big event, you know, like it's just yeah. different this year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my sale this week is uh, just that I'm nervous with the la- the relaunch of the website. Um, wanting to make sure it goes well, uh, wanting to make sure that I get everything that I definitely need to have done, uh, in time for that. And, um, you know, I, I put a lot into this, uh, and I just want it to, you know, be received well. So, but with that, um, that, that's all I've, all I got for steak and salad. The IDP Guys is your number one resource for IDP information for your fantasy leagues. For as little as $1 a month, get access to all that we have to offer. Rankings, ADP, trade calculator, in-season assets, and a Slack chat to get personal help all year round. Purchase today at IDPGuys.org. Johnny the Green. Alrighty, so before we get fully into Johnny the Greek, uh, we're going to talk a little statement games here. Uh, I don't think we're sponsoring the Super Bowl game, even though it technically would be a Sunday night game. Um, But Johnny's still going to give some picks. uh, And for anyone out there looking for another show that I'm involved in, uh, check out uh, Statement Games, Inc. uh, Statement Games, all one word, on YouTube. And uh, I do a show with Mark, the CEO of Statement Games. Uh, one show is kind of business-oriented, co- content creation-oriented. Or- um, we talk about like different uh, issues and things that come up in as far as uh, being an entrepreneurial in uh, in s- sports industry, and um, you know what kind of things we run into with uh, content creation. Uh, and then we do a making picks episode where we just talk about sports and um, make some picks. And uh, he gives away money all the time. So, uh, but with that, let's jump over to Johnny with uh, some statement games. Yeah. So I, I didn't know if they're going to have it up in time <clears throat> for this episode, but the, yeah, they do have one contest out right now. And it's, uh, it's actually, I mean, they've, they've been friend of the show sponsor for years now. So, you know, if it's here, we're going to plug it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they got some sweet prizes. I think it's like membership in the premier club. If you win plus a whole bunch of other stuff, um, if you win the tournament. So, and it's, you know, it's free, you know, you, you don't yep. need, 
we we've we've done the spiel. It, you should yeah. be playing. There's no, there's no reason not to. Uh, but yeah, so I got some statements for this week. Um, I don't know if you want to have a look at the list here, see if you like any. I think the biggest no-brainer this week is Chris Godwin plus Mike Evans over 10. You know, even if it's a fraction of the shootout, medium caliber shootout we got earlier yeah. this year, uh, they're catching you know five passes each minimum. So that's, that's a shoe-in uh, yeah. for that. I like that uh, Travis Kelsey uh, over six yeah. and a half receptions. Oh, that's that's guaranteed because you know Tyreek carved them the fuck up earlier this year. They're gonna you know pay attention and cover him, and you know Kelsey, I feel like is gonna have a big game, and he's he's had big games this entire season. He's had two bad games this entire year, including playoffs. That's crazy. Yeah, you know uh, one pick that I always love to make uh, and I always look for is uh, the the running back for over 0.5 touchdowns, especially on teams where like they can move the ball, they can get really close to the end zone and they will give the opportunity to, you know, said running back, but Leonard Fournette uh, over 0.5 rushing touchdown. He just has to get one opportunity and get in. And you've got that. I go for it every time. Yeah, no, that, that hit. That was your top pick last time. That looked excellent. Um, yep. I like that. I also like this one, uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire plus Daryl Williams. So I, both of them combined for over 65 and a half rushing yards. It'll probably be, be Williams. He's been the hot hand lately. But between the two of them, you know, you, you got to figure they get 66 rushing yards this game. Like, you know, eat, mm-hmm. It's it, it feels like it's going to be a bit of a shootout, so I'm taking overs on a lot of the offensive stuff. Um, overall, I've got the game over 56 and a half. I've got KC winning by whatever. Um, I think it's over three. Three and a half points. Yeah, three and a half points, right. Um, I don't know if defense is going to be involved at a lot, but my, my bottom confidence pick is KC defense over one and a half turnovers. I figured, you know, Brady just threw three against uh, the Packers defense, which is decent. Um, Chiefs defense is super underrated, man. Like, we, we yeah. remember we, we talked about this in last year's Super Bowl. Like, if they get them in a situation where all they can do is throw, that's it. It's a wrap, just like it was last year. Yeah. So my question here, and this got me into, into a little bit of trouble because I did a side bet last, um, last – not last week, but two weeks ago, last you know set of games, um, where I took the under, under, I think it was two and a half for sacks for both Green Bay and Tampa Bay, because my thinking was that uh, Brady had a good offensive line and he's always kind of been able to whatever maneuver his way out of uh, out of sacks. And Aaron Rodgers is mobile enough in the pocket, you know, to get out of the pocket, keep things going, not take that sack. So I put it up against Mark and said, um, I don't think there's going to be that many sacks in this game. Obviously, I was good on the Brady side, but Aaron Rodgers just got fucking housed. Yeah. Do you think Tampa Bay can do that to Patty Mahomes? Uh, They'll get him a couple times. Sure. Um, yeah. You know, I, I think Shaq or JPP will have one. There'll probably be another random one, maybe Devin White or something. Um, but two is probably where I'm capping it. Um, I feel like you don't KC, think they get up to what did they get four? 
Yeah, I don't think they get up to four. No way. Okay. No way. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. It uh, it'll be interesting. Speaking of Super Bowl, uh, so we found a ton of prep bets. So uh, figured we we could we could talk about that this week because those are always fun. Uh, maybe we'll just go through each one, see what we're thinking here. Um, I just pulled out you know the first ones I could find here because there are literally some pages that have five hundred of them on there. So we're yeah. not we're not doing five hundred. <laughs> uh, okay, how many times will Bill Belichick be mentioned? More than once or less than once? I'm going more than once. Oh, absolutely more than once. Yeah, okay. They're, so that's, They're going to have graphics with Bella, Bill Belichick on it. No doubt, no doubt. So that's minus 175. So, I mean, the money here is on the less than once, but they're going to at least, you know, it, that's less than once. So zero times. They, there's no way they mention him zero times. That's not yeah. possible. No, you know, with, with all the connections here with, with the uh, these guys, um, how many commercials will have an, uh, a dog in it over or under four and a half? I'm going over. America loves dogs. Um, feel like that's yeah. a sure thing that it, so that doesn't have anything to do with the dog being the center of attention. Right. So just has a dog in the frame. I, I would think so. I mean, I'm, if you click the actual bet, it gets into the technicalities. But yeah. I, regardless, I think we're looking at a lot of commercials that have a dog in it somewhere. Yeah, I would probably go with over four and a half. I mean, even if it's like a commercial about the home and the dog kind of comes through, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's where Vegas is, too. They're at over four and a half minus 250 under plus 170. Uh, okay, coach to have nostrils first seen during game, Andy Reid plus 150, Bruce Arians minus 250. And this is because Reid wears the face shield. Or wait a minute, is this reverse? So yeah, Arians wears the mask. Yep. Reid wears the face shield, but it's nostrils to be seen first. So you'd think Reid would be the bet, but he's getting the money here. So I don't get it. It's like reversed. Yeah, that is weird. Uh, I, would, I, I would take I would take Reed in that case. Yeah, I would too, because of the fact. I mean, he he also masks, so he'll wear a mask. But I feel like when you're wearing a a, a shield, also you're more likely to allow that mask to go down. Right, and it's it's also I believe allowable in the NFL versus you know everyone was getting fined without having a mask. Um, he also tapes his mask to his or his uh, shield to his glasses. Did you notice that? <laughs> no, I didn't. Jesus. Yeah. So I, I saw that the last time he has like tape and <laughs> like right here so that the mask is it's kind of hilarious. Oh, Jesus. Well, that one will be interesting. I'm probably not touching uh, that one with a 10 foot pole just because it's <laughs> there's technicalities and it'll be weird. Um how many times will Giselle Bunchen be shown over or under one and a half? So, you know, two times or under, basically. Um, I think, you know, they'll show her in the crowd, in the crowd shot. And then if Brady wins, that's two right there. If something bad happens to Brady in crunch time, that's yep. two right there. You know, I think you're getting two regardless, minimum. Mm -hmm. Yep, definitely. Yeah, and that's where Vegas is too. They got that at minus two fifty. Uh, under two is my plus one seventy. Uh, primary color of Mahomes' headband: red, black, gray, or white. Uh, I mean, it's Chiefs, so it'll be probably red. That's where Vegas has it. Uh, you think there's a I chance like anything white. else? I like yeah. white. 
for plus 600, I mean, the you, you're getting a lot uh, and not having to put much up. So it, it's a solid, I think you're about 50-50 red or white because um, white's still a Chiefs color. It still fits, uh, especially if they're, they horror away. In, oh, I'm uh, not sure. Unis. Or no, they said that they're wearing red unis. Like the full, like the, the traditional red. Yeah. Yeah. So I, it would make sense, you know, to offset that color, maybe if he's got a good sense of style, which I would imagine he does. Yeah. No, I, I like the white bet. The, uh, the gray, the black, that's a bad idea. But white, the price is right. And, you know, throw mm-hmm. 10 bucks on it. That's, that's 60 back, I believe. Like, that's decent. Yeah. That's not bad. Right. Uh, Okay, we got first touchdown scorer on either team. Um, for the Chiefs, it's Tyreek. Uh, Travis are the guys that are most likely. Then CEH, McKeel um, Hardman, Sammy Watkins, Patrick Mahomes, Le'Veon Bell. I don't know where Daryl Williams is on this list, but that's who I would want because, uh, you know, they got Lev Bell at plus. I, I guess what they're insinuating here is that Lev Bell would be the backup running back this week since there's been mm-hmm. two weeks in between. You know, there will there, there's not going to be any Daryl Williams. Um, I don't know. He's the hot hand right now. That yeah. I feel like I, I feel like, we like could see uh, him. the Hardman, uh, the Hardman pick there. Yeah, that's, that's a good, good money. Pick. That's a good price, and it, it's a good shot. Like uh, especially if um, the uh, Tampa Bay oh. Bucks are holding on, you know, really kind of putting the pressure on Hill and Kelsey. You know, that still opens up Hardman. Right, and that gives you the opportunity for uh, a kick return too. So, yep, yep. yeah, I like that. I, yeah, I'd go. I think Hardman because then you you can ignore the running back shenanigans and still get the good price. That's a good call. Yeah. Uh, over on the Bucks, it's uh, obviously Mike Evans, Godwin, Fournette are the obvious guys. Antonio Brown's near him too. Uh, Ronald Jones, Gronk, Scotty Miller, Cameron Braid are all up there. It, I would I would go Cameron Braid maybe. It, I like six, that one. Yeah, plus sixteen hundred, ten bucks gets you one sixty. I think um, yeah. that's that's not bad. He's caught a few few touchdowns. Gronk's also been Scotty left. Miller. Yeah, Scotty Miller could be good. Um, yeah, I mean, I I think you just go with the money on these. Throw ten bucks on one of these long shot yeah. guys and hope it works out. Yeah. Uh, okay, longest completion. Tom Brady, thirty eight point five yards over under. Uh, I think he'll probably go over. He'll probably get a bomb in. What do you think? Yeah, I think so too. Um, I mean, you can't count them out. You really can't count them out for that stuff because it's so built into just his play style. You know, uh, a couple runs, kind of lull the defense a little bit, and then he just knows how to open it up. And yeah. he's got the he's got the quick guys. Uh, Scotty Miller, incredibly fast. Chris Godwin's got great hands. Yeah, he's got the like weapons. Evans. Antonio Brown even could do it. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. No, I like that. I, I'm going over on uh, him and Mahomes. Mahomes is 39.5 yards. Oh, I mean, yeah. you, you got Tyreek there. Jesus. And McCool Hardman. Like, of course. Yeah. Yep. I like it. And then, funny, it parlays right into Tyreek Hill, longest uh, reception, not touchdown reception, just reception mm-hmm. over okay. under 26 yards. And reception could be catches it for one takes it for 26 um so i I like that you know over way over 100 percent. yeah that's an easy multiple yeah 
Yep, no doubt. Um, player to get the first reception in the game, I'm going Kelsey. Yeah, that, I mean, if, num- um, it depends who gets the kick. Money wise, though, <laughs> that, uh, I like Hardman. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. Yeah, the money's with Hardman. It depends, you know, who gets, who gets the ball first. Um, you know, that's the problem with this bet is, you could you could be right, you know. Kelsey could catch the first catch for the the Chiefs, but what if Tampa gets the ball first? You know, like, right. So I I would just stay the hell away from that one. Uh, player to make an interception: Honey Badger, Daniel Sorensen, Legarius Sneed, Bashad Breland. Uh, looks like these are all Chiefs. Uh, Honey Badger is a, a great bet, obviously. Um, yeah. Legarius Sneed is where my money's at, though. He's had a great year. Uh, Really good playoffs. He's got the best price here. Uh, that's that's where I would go. Nice. I like it. Okie dokie. Home stretch here. Player to record 50-plus rushing yards. Uh, Fournette's the obvious one. He's the only guy that's minus. He's minus 110. Right. Rojo's plus 210. Daryl Williams plus 225. CEH plus 400. Mahomes plus 600. Brady plus 25,000. Okay, so you put a dollar on Brady. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and that the the great thing about this is all of those guys could get fifty plus yards, and you know it, it wouldn't be that out of the realm of possibility for Brady to do it. Right, he doesn't have to do it in one play. He he could scramble forward a few times. All he needs is yeah. all he needs is you know one of those like uh, you know prevent defense looks. And and run for 20, 30 yards and then scramble a few other times. And you could break fifty. You know what you do with this is you you do two. You do like put twenty bucks on Mahomes and then you just put that dollar on Brady. Yeah, I think I think yeah, Mahomes is a great bet at plus six hundred, but Brady at plus twenty five thousand. Like Jesus, that's that's a price right there. Yeah. Okay, last couple here. Player to record 100-plus receiving yards. Shit, how much time you got, buddy? Um, uh, Kelsey, yes. Hill, yes. Godwin, very likely. Evans, very likely. Brown, possible. Watkins, no. Hardman, not likely. Gronk, not likely. Nope. Yeah. I think you got to go with the obvious guys there. Yeah, yeah. But I think more than, uh, of course, more than one is going to have 100-plus receiving yard game. uh, Hardman will only do it if he gets, like, if he can get a bust out run. So like he'd have to do the majority in one play. Yeah. Right. Right. Yep. Um, okay. Tom Brady outcome of first pass first attempted pass completion minus 200 incomplete or sack plus 175 interception plus 1800. So you could do a couple bucks in interception and incomplete sack. At, I mean, that's, that's where the value is to me. You know, um, I, I think I'm staying out of this one. It, I don't see an interception happening that early because I think they're going to be a little conservative to start. Um, as far as like running the ball, trying to get like quick passes, stuff like that. He's not going to just open up with a bomb. Mahomes is going to open up with a bomb. Um, I think this is going to be a complete and I don't think it's worth the money. To, yeah, to, yeah, you're right. The price, the price is shit. So yeah, yeah, probably just stay away from that one. Uh, okay, last three coin toss, heads tails. I mean, I, 50, I'm not. Shot, yeah, yeah, I'm not touching that. That's stupid. Um, 
what will be said first, COVID or pandemic? Uh, pandemic. That's a tough one. Yeah, I, I mean, pandemic. pandemic's got the price, too. That's plus 300. COVID's minus 500. That, that's a good price, and it's a good shot, too. So I like that. And last but not least, color of Gatorade. They're calling it liquid. It's Gatorade. Poured <laughs> on winning coach. Orange is plus 125. Red and pink, plus 300. Yellow, green, or lime, plus 400. Purple, plus 600. Clear, plus 600. Blue, plus 700. I mean, it's it's usually orange. That, that's why the price is where it is. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe blue. Just, I mean, do they have different tints of blue? That's the thing. No, it's just blue. So if it's yeah. the light light blue, you're good. Yeah. Yeah, I, I could go with blue. Um, it's got the good price. That's about yeah. it. I mean, this is a crapshoot. You know, there's no way of knowing, you know, yeah, that, that's not... right. That's what you do with that one. You know, it, it, 10 bucks gets you 70. If it, if it's blue, you're good. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah. All right. So we got, well, that, that would be the end of our show. Um, make sure you're following us on Twitter at IDP guys. Individually. I'm at Nate cheat. John is at, Orange Man 3142. The website launch relaunches on Friday. So definitely check it out. Uh, give it a look at idpguys.org. Um, and check out our YouTube channel, Writer Digest Network uh, on YouTube, R E I T E R Digest Network. Uh, you'll find this show. We've got a lot. We're, we're, there's a lot of good things coming this year with the uh, YouTube channel, and um, there's going to be a ton of content. Let me tell you. So uh, check all that out. But uh, for our penultimate show of the season, um, it, it's, you know, I don't know what we're going to do in our off time when we don't have this show to be prepping. Huh, Johnny? There's so much other shit. <laughs> we'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, but all right, Johnny, see you next week for our last episode of the season. And yes, sir. We'll know the Super Bowl.